This is DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. How's everybody doing out there? We've got a great show for you. We've got jam-packed with debut bands, with new music, some Lair regulars. We have got it all for you here today. We are going to rock you out, give you some, give you a little therapy from your Monday. So just sit back and relax and enjoy yourself. As my astronomy teacher in high school used to tell us <laughs> while he played us Pink Floyd in the uh, planetarium. And tonight we're going to start off with one of our debut bands. It is Love and a 38 out of Los Angeles, California. Love and a 38 is a blue-collar rock band in an unlikely place. Four guys from different parts of the country whose triumphs, failures, and drive to play music have brought them all to Los Angeles. In their short existence, they have been tirelessly DIY in all aspects of their career. Through social media, creativity, and a lot of elbow grease, they have amassed a worldwide following nearly unprecedented for an unsigned, unrepresented, independent band. Not concerned with hyphens and subgenres, they have taken an it's all rock and roll to me approach to their career. This one right here is from the EP called Seventh Street Shuffle. The song here is Hold On. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. I know the clock is running out soon on the hill I put myself through
I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That was a double shot of new music there for you. First off right there, Citizen Soldier out of Salt Lake City, Utah, with their newest single called Cannibal. Right before that, Pyrotechnica out of Tucson, Arizona. That is from their brand new album, Through the Looking Glass. Song right there is called Act This Way. Now make sure you stay tuned after Lurch's Lair coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern is the Classic Smash Radio Show with DJ Chally. She's got your hits from the 50s, 60s, and 70s for you, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But next up here for you, making their Lair debut is Page 38 out of Thunder Bay, Ontario. Lots of great music out there in Ontario. We gotta take a trip sometime, Mrs. Lurch. I'm all for it, Mr. Lurch. We'll have to. We'll have to. You know, <laughs> we'll have to craft an itinerary for that one to make it around to all the stops. But so much great music. And get passports. Uh, well, yeah, passports too, because you know, then we'll let you back in the country <laughs> and such. But um, page thirty-eight. Uh, is a young, tough, and gritty original hard rock band from Thunder Bay, Ontario. The four-piece group fuses respect for the past with modern-day energy and drive, 
and makes music for partiers looking for good times. Inspired by icons like ACDC, Judas Priest, Airborne, Led Zeppelin, Metallica, and Motley Crue, Page 38 began in 2012 when the members were just 13 and made its bones in the all-ages scene. Page 38 has the balls needed to put the hard-edged, unapologetic attitude back into the rock scene as only a young band can and has a sound and show that can move any crowd in the world. True fans of the horsepower and brilliance of real rock music need to discover Page 38 tonight. And of course, you are all about to discover Page 38 here tonight from their album Burning the Midnight Oil. This song is called Gypsy Soul. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. She said the 
This is Carson from Deviate the Plan, and you're in Lurch's Lair with DJ Adam on New Regale Radio. Sad song to see 
New Regal Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there was Deviate the Plan out of Tampa, Florida, from their newest EP, Last Stand. That is one of my favorite songs of theirs, Living Like I'm Dying. Right before that, something brand new from Revival Black out of Liverpool, England. Uh, the song there is called No Secrets, No Lies from their album Step in Line. And uh, guitarist Alan Rimmer explains the song was one of the first that we worked on together. The song is about coming out of a dark period emotionally, about putting your trust in someone and for them to break that. It is definitely one of the darker songs from the album. And as we keep rolling along here in the lair, some more debut music for you here. Surface of the Sun out of Van, out of British Columbia. Uh, Surface of the Sun is a one-man project spawned from the mind of Devin Eggers. Working on music over the years in the capacity of a recording engineer, he decided to complete a few of his musical ideas on his own. He manifests the subjects for the catchy and melodic songs and then writes, performs, and records all the instruments and vocals, save for the drums. He does his own mixing, but usually outsources the mastering and has two completed albums to date. Surface of the Sun is a listening experience that people can get lost in. It is dynamic with a roller coaster of energy, melodies, and heaviness. Each song stands out on its own while still complimenting the others. From the album Panacea, this song is called Oblivion. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Escaping oblivion 
New Regal Radio, I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there was the brand new lead single from Illusion of Grandeur. song right there is called Mayhem. It is from their album, The Song of the Siren, which will be out coming up on August 30th. Now, I hope none of you were hoping to go to... Woodstock, the 50th anniversary, because what everybody who was following it already knew, yeah, they finally officially canceled it. Um, Per Corey Grow over at RollingStone.com, Woodstock 50 is officially dead. Uh, They... When they moved it from New York down to Meriwether Post down in Maryland, they released all of the artists that had signed up uh, to be at Woodstock. They released them all from their contract. They moved it down to Meriwether Post in uh, Columbia, Maryland. But they didn't, they didn't have anybody to replace for this concert. And this concert was supposed to be three days starting August 16th. They had no lineup. Their hope was that the artists that were scheduled to appear previously that they had let out of their contracts, they were hoping that they would all find it within the goodness of their heart to come down and play for what was now going to be a free concert. They weren't going to charge admission. It was going to be a free concert. But... The artists decline. Um, The reason that they're giving is that uh, apparently when you you sign with the venue, um, there's some exclusivity to uh, you're not going to play any of the venues within a certain radius of the venue you're playing at. Well, Columbia, Maryland is close to Baltimore and Washington, D.C., Two places where musicians play a lot. So, uh, the reason given is a lot of these musicians didn't want to didn't want to come down and play and have to sign this contract, you know, with this exclusivity. So, it is officially dead. It's officially gone. I the the guy that was trying to put it on apparently he's working with another group that's putting like a smaller show on for the woodstock anniversary i i don't know but for now at least woodstock 50 it's dead it's officially dead finally man it was painful watching them trying to find a place for that oh if you followed along they they promised, they kept promising, and then they, they lost their backing in court. Oh, so much. It was a couple months ago when this thing actually started dying, but uh, it is officially dead now. So, if you were planning to go to Woodstock 50, not going to happen for you. Sorry. Sorry to wish you bubble. But that's all right. We're going to make it up for you as we roll along here in the lair. Next up for you... It is Ignite the Fire out of Tannytown, Maryland, who, by the way, 
they would have made a great headliner for Woodstock 50. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, this is from their album, Between Shadow and Solace. This song is called Echoes. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
a place in the desert where the rain sounds very nervous. Knocking and dripping, knocking and dripping. As tears are gathered through rusty, broken socks, and it fills up, and it fills up. Rusty borders and the walls lie down. In wonder and yellowish brown The joy they make up Desert oblivion Lasting forever in cosmic Forbidden and perfect Knocking and drinking Yeah, it's perfect Knocking and drinking
Riverdale Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. Wrapping up the first hour there with Rusty Boilers out of Tel Aviv, Israel. Uh, They are a post-punk rock band based in Tel Aviv. Draws influences from the alternative rock boom of the 80s. Initiated in February of 2017, Rusty Boilers members come from different content worlds but share a common passion for bringing to life music with a unique sound combining new and retro indie rock elements that was the song rusty boilers from their self-titled album right before that something brand new from gabriel and the apocalypse out of minneapolis minnesota from their album alpha bionic that was point three and before that, we had uh, something brand new from Elizabeth II out of Washington, D.C. From her self-titled EP, which would be out August 6th, so tomorrow. That was the song Dark Chops. And starting us all off there, that making their layer debut was Dress out of Houston, Texas. Uh That song right there is called Just a Thought. Now, don't forget to stay tuned after the layer. Coming up is the Classic Smash radio show with DJ Chally at 9 p.m. Eastern. Of course, she's got your hits from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Now, next up for you here in the lair, one of my favorites from this band. It's Wax Panel out of San Antonio, Texas, from their album. For those left standing, the song is Believe. And, I don't know, right here in, in the States, I think we could all use a little uh, a little Believe right now. So, you're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Close 
New Regal Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. Making their Lair debut right there is White Cowbell, Oklahoma, out of Canada. From their album, Seven Seas of Sleaze, that is the song Harder Come, Harder Fall. Now, make sure you stick around here, because you know, we're going we're gonna to do a little couple moments of geek here. You know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. dropped a bomb in their season finale. And you know, we got to go out and finally see Spider-Man Far From Home. So we're going to share our take on both of those. But for right now, it's that time of the night. It is time for your Hambones Heavies. I'll let Hambone tell you what he has for you this week. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Hey, dishbags, it's Hambone. Welcome to Hambone's Heavies. I'm sitting here with uh, Mrs. Hambone. Hey, everyone. And I'm sitting here with Dog Hambone. All right, well, he doesn't have much to say. But uh, what are we going to do this week for uh, Hambone's Heavies? This week we have some Baroness. We're going to do Clutch. And finally, for the first time ever... Tool is available on Spotify and Amazon Prime. So the heavens have opened up finally. So in celebration of that, we're going to play a little Tool. And Amazon Prime members rejoice. So I hope you're having a good week. Hope you're enjoying DJ Adam on Lurch's Lair on New Regal Radio. Stay cool this week. Enjoy your work week. Stay safe. Do everything that... Uh, that uh that i wouldn't do and uh remember from hambone keep your pants dry
Lair. So there are your ham bones heavies for the week. Hope you enjoyed those. But now, got a moment of geek for you. And Mrs. Lurch. So this was this past Friday night was the season finale of Agents of Shield, and we are both Agents of Shield lovers. Uh a lot to unpack. They they did uh, finally beat the big bad in this one, and the big bad actually turns out to be this Phil Coulson. He's not really a clone, but apparently he's maybe an image of Phil Coulson. So they finally defeat this guy because, of course. He turns to be, you know, he turns out to be a the bad guy after he remembers, you know, he gets his memories back. Strong bad guy, too. He almost beat Mac to death. But, um, so the big bads from this season are gone. But that also means that this Coulson clone is also gone. So now, they... they they kick butt. Agent May gets f- mortally wounded in this episode. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, though she's not going to end up dead. We already know she's not going to end up dead. Um, this is the setup for the final season. Season 7 next summer. Yes, we have to wait a year. That's just not fair. I know it's not fair. But the big bombshell, no, even after everything that went on in this episode, the big bombshell, Phil Coulson's back. They, <laughs> they created an LMD of Phil Coulson. They threw in some, you know, alien technology to boot. And they made a brand new Phil Coulson, who has all of Director Coulson's memories, everything. 
So that's how Cole, Phil Coulson's going to show up in the final season, which I don't know how you feel about this season as a whole. They did write the ending of last season in case it was going to be the final season last season. This year, not bad, but I don't feel like it was necessarily up to the standards that some of the previous seasons were. I think they could have ended last season. Yeah. Um, Starts getting redundant after a while. Well, we kind of have a pattern forming with with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Somebody dies, they come back as somebody else. Then they die, they come back as somebody else. I mean, how many times did Grant Ward come back as reinvented? And by the way, I completely expect to see Grant Ward next, next season. Yeah. I, I really do expect to see... Pretty much a revisit of everything that we've seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I expect to see... Bobby and Hunter? Maybe not Bobby. Because Bobby is, you know, they're doing the... Uh, the Orv- She's doing the Orville. Which, by the way, isn't coming out again until 2020. Ugh. And that'll be on Hulu. But she's doing that. So, I don't know that you'll necessarily see Bobby. I do expect to see Hunter. I at least expect to see Brett Dalton, whether or not he's actually Grant Ward, or they're doing the time travel thing. I mean, they time traveled back to the 1930s at the end of this show. Maybe it's a Grant Ward relative? Maybe they time travel forward to a time when Grant Ward was alive. Um, So I expect to see Grant Ward, expect to see Ghost Rider. So yeah, I I expect to see a lot of the people. Uh, It was certainly a shock when they, uh, when they took Zephyr one back in time. And the next thing you know, they're cleaning the clouds they said they're coming up on New York and it's a it's you know in front of the cockpit is the Empire State Building and it's being built the Empire State Building was built in the, in 1930 and 31 so they definitely went back in time but this also does change does help the continuity issue that they had being that no, they lost nobody to the snap after the Infinity Wars and supposedly, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is set also in the same universe and timeline as the MCU. So, this kind of helps explain maybe why they're not caught up in the snap. They lost Fury and Hill in the snap. Or are you not I'm really including them? I'm talking on the TV show. Oh, okay. They didn't lose anybody in the snap. But this would help kind of fix the continuity hole that they have. If they're going back in time, well, then they would 
they're not even around for the snap. Do you think they'll hit Papa Stark? It's possible. Jarvis. I mean, the guy that played Jarvis was in Peggy Carter, so he's a part of. Although, no, Jarvis would be old enough. Probably not Tony Stark's father, because Tony Stark's dad was, I would say, probably in his mid to late 20s in Captain America, and that would have been the first Captain America movie, which would have been World War II, which would have been in the 1940s. So then he would have been born in the teens or the 20s, and if they're in the 30s, you might see a teenage Howard Stark. You might. I think you have a better chance of seeing Mr. Jarvis. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I. Hey, you might even hey, maybe maybe you see Peggy Carter. Oh, I'd love to see Peggy Carter. Maybe we see a little, you know, Helen younger, Davis. a little younger Peggy Carter. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> so I I am looking forward to la to next season. Um. There were some there were some good moments in this season. I uh, I am sad to see it leave though. I still have issues with the horrors, the horror what episode? You mean when uh, evil Fitz and evil Simmons were making out in Zephyr One? Yeah, but the whole lead up with all their horror activities just freaked me out. But that was actually that was my favorite episode of, was of the of well. It wasn't just your run-of-the-mill spy episode. It wasn't like, oh, you know, we've got this big problem and uh, Daisy's going to come in and she's going to quake everybody up and, you know, the the team's going to overcome. That was the darker... I mean, we we knew the darker side of Fitz already. Yeah. That wasn't really a discovery. (laughs) But the darker side of Simmons... Exploring that. That was some exorcist That shit. was some exorcist shit. And that I love. I hate horror stuff. And Agent A just burring into me every I, time it came on. I know. It was a little freaky. It was a little, you know, exorcist-like. But, I don't know. That that kind of stuff right there. Because you're, you're talking about, you know, digging into some, you know, issues there. I like that a lot there. So that was my favorite episode of the year. But uh, I guess we're going to see what comes up next summer for the finale for the last season. They got a lot of ground to cover if they're in 1930s America. So we'll see. But for now, we got some more music to play here. Next up for you, Kirsten Stefanik out of Ontario, Canada. The single right here is called Say I'm Okay. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regale Radio. I don't know what is happening. I'm nervous all the time. My life is like a mountain I can't seem to Smile that I can't believe 
Go Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there is Rockweller out of Singapore from their CD, Graceland. That song is Bigger, Faster, Louder, which uh, the band says is influenced by punk rock and aims to inspire people to achieve desire heights in whatever they do. And I actually posted that uh, song on the Lurch's Lair Facebook page uh, earlier this week. And they were looking for you know some feedback, whether or not you liked it. So if you did, the post is from this week. Go back, check it out, and tell them what you think. I think it's a pretty good song. Right before that, Cassidy Paris out of Melbourne, Australia. That is her single, Song for the Broken Hearted. Now, I'm going to rant here for a moment. So if you if you don't know, here in the States, over this weekend, it was a bad weekend. They had three separate mass shootings here in the United States. Well, the one in Ohio, some reporter out in Ohio is saying that the shooter had on uh, a hard rock band hoodie on. Um, and the, the reporter, of course, is blaming now you know, the hateful and vengeful song music by this band. It was a metalcore band. And you know what? When the when they started talking about, oh, well, it's games. It's violent games. That's the reason why. You, you knew music was next. They were going to start talking about music. I don't even... I, I don't know what to say. It... <laughs> It's not music. It's not video games. It's not movies. It's not any of that. Mental health issues? Yeah, I... Just for me personally, yeah, maybe. I mean, sane people don't go around shooting other people. So, yeah. But, um... I hand it to Corey Taylor from Slipknot, who he had a little something to say on Twitter to this uh, this reporter, and his response was, "No, you do not get to fucking do that." Uh, Taylor wrote, "This isn't about a fucking T-shirt, and the band are not a hateful or vengeful band. Blame the killers, not the fucking wardrobe, you ghoul." That's a direct quote from Corey Taylor, and I applaud that. Right there. It is not about a t-shirt. It is not about a hoodie. It is not about lyrics in a song. Folks, for whatever reason, this guy did it. He didn't do it because he was listening to this band. Please. I'm, can we stop that? Quit blaming video games, movies, and music. That isn't the problem. And the band, they said they're going to, you know, they're going to do some something to help the families of the uh, 
of the mass shooting in Dayton. They're, you know, haven't figured out what, but they're going to you know, try to do something. But, my God. We have a problem in this country. We do. Let's fix the problem. Quit talking about music. Quit talking about video games. They're not the problem. The problems go deeper. We need to go deeper. So, that's my rant about that. Not a music issue. In fact, studies have shown that people who listen to things like thrash, you know, metal and hard rock, you know, things that are, they're actually, people who listen to that kind of music are actually nicer people because that music is an emotional release for them. I'm just saying, maybe we need more rock in this country. That's what I'm talking about. Throw those horns up. Now, as we go to the end of hour two here in the lair, next up for you, Gray Goes Black out of New Jersey from their album Records Over Wires. This is the song Can't Keep Me Here Tonight. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
You're listening to New Regal Radio. 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 Do you want to get right? Well, do you, punk? Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the New
New Regal Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there was a double dip of Stillborn out of Canada. That first one there is Distant Skies. Right before that, something brand new, Dreams Fight Some More. Both of those are from their album, Born. So something else we've been following here in the lair uh, per Daniel Sanchez at digitalmusicnews.com. So if you're not familiar with what's been going on with Pledge Music, Pledge Music was a crowdfunding site. I mean, bands like Queensryche all the way down to, you know, local bands were using this to crowdfund projects band we play here often we are the catalyst they were using it to try you know they had a new record they were you know using it to pay to complete that album and you know send it out for the people who did pledge you know for postage well pledge music decided they just kind of stopped paying out money to bands uh, they managed to kind of, you know, just delay the inevitable a couple, you know, a few times. They just kept telling people, hey, you know, it's just a, it's just a glitch and we had to switch, you know, we, we had to switch, switch software and, you know, it's going to be 90 days till we get your money and yada, yada, yada. And that went on for a few months until bands started, you know, talking and more and more bands, you know, were getting, you know, hearing the stories and be like, yeah, that, that happened to me too. In fact, our... Uh, we are the catalyst. They had they they made this album. They recorded. They were in the studio with the promise that they were getting this money from Pledge Music, and then Pledge Music didn't pay out. So now the bands had to go out of their pockets for what they they thought they were getting from pledge music i mean there is a lot of mu- a lot of money that pledge music did not pay these artists of course they also didn't refund it to the to the fans either they tried to sell the company it didn't work no one wanted it no one wanted the liability of pledge music they owe a lot of people a lot of money. People that are very upset, by the way. Um, now, the website is down. It has com- been completely shut down. Um, the f- One of the co-founders who had left Pledge Music, he came back to try to save it. <laughs> he didn't do such a good job. Uh Benji Rogers, he had announced a little while ago that you know the company was going to go into administration, which the company is in the United Kingdom. Apparently, that is the uh, that is the British equivalent to bankruptcy here in the states. So they were going to go into bankruptcy, which would have you know people would have had more of a say. Instead, the company has filed. And the courts over there have granted their petition to wind up Pledge Music. Which means they are going to liquidate the remaining assets. And it 
probably means that the bands and the fans are shit out of luck. That money is probably not going to be there. There's been a couple of uh, pro-independent organizations over in the UK that are trying to get the government to step in to investigate the executives and what happened uh, at Pledge Music. But so far, it looks like the executives are going to skate. They are going to get away scot-free. No harm to them. They ran Pledge Music into the ground, took millions of dollars from people, and they're going to get to go ahead and walk away. And that that makes me sick. Because there are a lot of bands that were really counting on that. There's a lot of fans that were counting that, you know, oh, we're giving you money, you know, and they were going to get some type of, you know, reward out of it. Even if they were just pre-ordering the album or the, you know, a t-shirt in the album, whatever. And now, you know, <laughs> whether or not the bands have money to get merchandise printed up, they have money to, for studio time to produce the album, gone now. And that sucks. And I hope the UK government steps in and I hope these the executives, something happens to them. But for now, looks like they are going to get away with that scot-free. And I'm sure they all got their salaries while they were there. But of course. So... That's why I always tell people, support your local bands. If you if you go, go out, one, going out to live music is good for your health. It's been scientifically proven. It's good for your health, but support your bands. Go out to these shows. If they're selling merchandise, hey, pick up a t-shirt. Pick up an album. I... I always say it. I'm a big fan of the CD. I'm a big fan of having that and opening it up. And the, you know, the cover were you know, artwork and the you know, liner notes. Pick up an album. A hat. Something. Say hi. A lot of, a lot of bands, you know, they're grateful to have folks come out. Support them. Buy some of their music. Get a t-shirt. Get your picture taken with them, too. I know that's a favorite pastime of ours. <laughs> but, um, man, I just, like I said, I, I hope the UK government does something, steps in, uh, and tries to at least hold these people responsible for what they did. I think I, there's a, a lot of bands out there and some fans that would be happy to see that as well. Now, as we move along here in the show, next up for you, Alpha Zero Three out of the Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, uh, from their upcoming album Three. This is their newest called Version Control. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there is Vertilizer out of Wells, Austria. Song right there is What About Us. Right before that, Highway Hunters out of Montreal, Quebec, with their single Down the Road. Now, don't forget to stay tuned after the lair coming up at 9 o'clock Eastern. 
it is the classic smash radio show with dj challie she's gonna have your favorites from the 50s 60s and 70s so make sure you stay tuned now our our second moment of geek here in the lair we did see spider-man far from home over the weekend and i saw this cute little thing I, i saw this cute meme was that you know I, I understand it a lot more now that I've seen the movie, but it had, you know, Happy Hogan and it had, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home and he was just kind of like, you know, kind of push it to the side. And then you see, you know, you see him with this big smile on his face and it says, you know, Aunt May, Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. I, Daddy likes Aunt May. Come on. Marissa Tomei is hot. I mean, I have to say that I never in a million years saw her as Aunt May. (laughs) Aunt May has always been this, has always been a little old lady. I never saw that, you know, Marissa Tomei as that kind of character. And it's still kind of, I'm still getting used to that, but it, it works. I like the new Spider-Man. It works. Um, this new movie, the effects are wonderful. It, it is, the movie is kind of a, this is what happened after the second snap they're calling it the blip. Um, but now that everybody's been snapped back into reality, um, they're, it's kind of, it kind of showing what's going on. Um, I like what they did with Mysterio though. The only, I kind of have a little issue with it in that Mysterio was an actual supervillain. In Spider-Man Far From Home, he wasn't a supervillain. He was just a guy with Stark tech. That's all he was. And a bunch of people that Tony Stark had pissed off uh, behind him. That's that's all it was. He wasn't actually a supervillain. He's just some guy with a bunch of, you know, drones and hologram projectors. Still a good movie. And of course, this is the movie where, you know, Peter and Mary Jane get together. So we finally get to see that going on. Um, the in the, the mid scene credit or the mid-credit scene where you know Spider-Man and Mary Jane he takes her for you know a swing and he goes to leave and and next thing is J Jonah Jameson shows up with this report this exposé in a very very conspiracy theory kind of Alex Jones-esque video 
about Spider-Man and Spider-Man killed Mysterio and of course it's a it's a big fat lie it's you know a, you can't kill him with the drones probably could well Mysterio's dead um but it was played out a lot different in that video than how it actually happened but now everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Everybody knows that Spider-Man's Peter Parker. It's been revealed. It was revealed in that. Which, I know that was a shock when we, when we you know, came out of the movie. That was something that was a shock to you and Agent A. But it was something that was revealed actually in the comic books. when the, In the comic book version of Civil War. It was revealed in the comic books. Um, he did it because he signed the Sokovia Accords. He teamed up with Tony Stark, signed the, so the Sokovia Accords in the comic books, and revealed his secret identity. So, I think that's probably back to where that came from. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to see Nick Fury. Probably the last time you're going to see uh, Maria Hill. Because she's got her own TV show now. But um, all in all, a good movie. I think it's a fine send-off for Tony Stark. And uh, I will always love you. I love you 3,000. No, I was thinking. Oh yeah, the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Whitney Houston's uh, Will Always Love You. And the, the, the Marvel title's is flipping by and this song comes on it's like what the hell go what the hell is this and and then it turns out to be a montage of the after the title goes away you see this montage of you know tony stark and captain america and uh the vision you see all these heroes that died um or supposedly died we know that the Vision will be back. He hasn't... Well, the Vision's dead. But we know he's going to be back. And he's going to be back in the Disney Plus series, WandaVision. Which I hear is going to get really freaky. Uh-oh. I think they're going to tap into her storyline in the comic books. Where her powers really mess with reality is is what her powers do huh. and she's powered by an infinity stone so but I, I think that's probably how they're going to bring the vision back is she's going to wreak some havoc which makes sense because WandaVision is supposed to lead into the next Doctor Strange movie which is called Doctor Strange and the Madness in the Multiverse. So, Wanda's going to screw some some stuff up. But, Spider-Man, Far From Home, good movie. Actually, at this point in time, I'm not really sure that Marvel can make a bad movie right now. You better knock on some wood. Knock on some wood. I... We'll see with this next wave of movies because there's a lot of new characters coming. But 
they're they're doing well with their movies. Speaking of somebody who did well in their movies, next up for you here, <laughs> it's Hawkeye who did make it through the snap, did make it through uh, Endgame. It is Jeremy Renner here uh, with his song Main Attraction. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Every time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I'm the king of the road. You're the queen of my throne. Riding high day and night, satisfied wherever we roam. You're the star of the show. You shimmer like gold. Now, baby, let's ride.
I don't care what you think. Right before that, NoCon out of California with their latest single, My Embrace. Now, don't forget, coming up here at 9 p.m. Eastern, right after the lair, is the Classic Smash Radio Show with DJ Chally. She's going to have your hits from the 50s, 60s, and 70s for you, so make sure you stay tuned. We still have a couple more minutes here left in the show. Next up for you, The Lows out of Detroit, Michigan, with their latest single, Love Extinction. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Like everyone 
New Regal Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there was Greek Fire out of St. Louis, Missouri, from their album Broken. That is a song I do. Well, we are out of time here in the Lair for this week, but we will be back next Monday night starting at 6 p.m. Eastern here on New Regal Radio. Tonight, going to leave you with Deep Shade out of United Kingdom. This is the title track to their album called Soul Divider. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you back here next Monday night.
That's all, folks. You're listening to New Regal Radio. 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 Radio.